This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Only Murders in the Building Season 1 is over, but Season 2 is almost getting started, and so are we on Post Show Recaps. It's Only Murders in the Podcast here on Post Show Recaps, getting you ready for the Season 2 return of Hulu's Only Murders in the Building. I am Josh Wiggler. I am not the only podcaster in the building. Joining me on this journey is someone who you may know in various different capacities, depending on where you have encountered him. If you're a post-show recaps fan and listener, perhaps you heard him as one of the hosts on the We Crash podcast or recently as a guest on Top Gun Maverick. Uh, I guess Top Gun We Crashed also could have been a thing. Uh, If you are a patron of Post Show Recaps, you know him as one of our tremendous dungeon masters of our D&D campaign. And if you're a Wandoff superfan, you know him as the first ever grand prize winner with a favor from Dr. Mike still on the way. He is the legendary DJ LaBelle Klein, a.k.a. Troy. Welcome to the murder building. Pull up, Cougar! Pull up! I'm joining the podcast and it's going down! Oh my gosh. Rooster, uh, talk to me. Uh, Troy, I'm so excited about this. Uh, long time coming, baby. Long time coming. Uh, I may not have three names a la Charles Hayden Savage, but... Uh, <laughs> How much time I have... do we want to spend breaking down the hyphenated Charles Hayden? <laughs> I have no idea. What is that about? It's incredible. What it's about is class and dignity. I, I guess it gives you some sense. Uh, mm-hmm. I put the hyphen in my only in my fictitious last name. Uh, otherwise, there are no hyphens to be found. Yeah. Do you think that Charles Hayden Savage and Thomas Hayden Church have a rivalry in the world of only murders in the building? E- now they do. Yeah. In my head, they do. Certainly hope that's a season two storyline that we're going to explore as the show is coming back. And hey, let's not bury the lead. Only Murders in the Building is coming back. Uh, as this podcast is coming out, we are like a week-ish away from the return of the show, which to some people probably is like, wait, didn't the show just end? We'll talk about that too. It certainly feels like it wasn't so long ago, and that's because it wasn't that long ago. But June 28th, 2022 on Hulu, a double-barreled shot of murder in the murder. building. 
two episodes, a two episode premiere of Only Murders in the Building. We did not podcast about this show on Post Show Recaps when it was first on. I think uh, we were caught off guard by the popularity and the quality, frankly, of Only Murders in the Building, like I think so many other people. Um, but as soon as that show uh, wrapped and it was clear that a second season was coming up, it was just a matter of getting the, uh, the the right people in place at the right time for an Only Murders podcast. And that's going to be me and Troy with uh, what we are describing as a rotating cast of Selena Gomez's. Because uh, I think you and I have to decide which one of us is Martin Short and which one is Steve Martin. I'm the shorter of the two. So there's... I have to ask, fruit. though, is the plural not Selena's Gomez? It I mean, could be Selena's Gomez, if you'd prefer. It could be. I I think it's if we've learned anything from season one, which we will not spoil yet. Yes. uh, If you're just listening in. uh, But if we learn anything from season one, uh, who you have on the podcast makes all the difference in the world. It's true. Uh, It's very, very important. Podcast chemistry is important. I mean, this is a very meta show uh, in addition to only metas in the building. uh, As we are talking about a show. What did you how did you describe this before we came on? You had this pretty succinctly. I said, we have to keep in mind, we're doing a podcast about a show based on a podcast based on a podcast. Yes. It's layered. Uh, It's layered. It's It's, layered. It's it's deep. It's a lot. Uh, So we're doing the we're doing the only murders in the building podcast about the show. Only murders in the building, which is about a podcast called only murders in the building, which is inspired by other true crime podcasts that are not called only murders in the building. But Uh, much like all good things at the center is Tina Fey. Oh, I really? thought you were gonna say chocolate. Oh, like a well, tasty treat. Chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> there could be there could be tasty treats. Yeah, we'll have to work uh, on that. Yeah, we'll work on it. But we're gonna have episodic recaps of everything each and every week when Only Murders is coming out weekly. This isn't a binge drop. Uh, Hulu does like the weekly format. Uh, I'm thrilled about that. Doing this as a binge drop would have been a lot harder. This way, we're all going to be at the same pace. We're going to be trying to figure out what the uh, what the mystery of the season is together. It's going to be me and Troy plus guests along the season. Uh, beyond that, uh, a couple of things to note. You can get feedback into us uh, throughout the season. You can send it my way on email, and I will clock it for the podcast, josh at postshowrecaps.com. You can tweet at Troy and myself. I'm at Round Howard. Troy, do you want to give out one of your several Twitter sure. handles? At DJ LaBelle Klein. That's the easy one. That's the easy one. Uh, you can talk to us on Twitter at Post Show Recaps as well. You can talk to Troy and I in the Post Show Recaps Patreon Discord. When you sign up, patreon.com slash Recaps. We've got an only murders in the building chat that just popped off today. People seem excited, Troy. This is fun. Lots of knife emojis flying around. <laughs> yeah, Lots of knife. get a little dangerous uh, this morning. Yeah. Uh, uh, when we were trying to figure out uh, what show we wanted the podcast about, I think the fact that we landed on uh, our mutual love of buildings mm-hmm. and our mutual love of murders, uh, really, it seems fitting. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we we got we got a whole thread going. We got a whole and like a going. narrow focus too for a podcast. I really appreciate that the that only it's only murders in the building. So for this podcast, we can only talk about only murders in the building. If we go off on any tangents oh, at any point in time, so it's we only get, only murders in the building. Yes, uh, swiftly demerited. Those are the ways to contact us. Uh, another thing that would be worth knowing is we're going to have a RSS link for this podcast. It's going to have its own feed. You can find us postshowrecaps.com slash only murders postshowrecaps.com slash only murders don't go to postshowrecaps.com slash murders that's different and no one is supposed to see that nope uh so don't go to that one postshowrecaps.com slash only murders will get you our rss link you could just search postshowrecaps only murders in the building as well you'll find our feed uh that we will be populating with episodic recaps once this show pops off um so troy Josh, oh, coming. Let's go into the building. Let's go into the building because ostensibly, what our purpose is here today is to talk about the return of the show, get people hyped up about only murders coming back, get you and I hyped up about the fact that we're going to be podcasting about only murders in the building. Done. Re- refresh some people on what has happened in the show thus far and what we expect might be happening in season two. That we'll do that stuff a little bit later in the podcast, I think. But also just to like maybe explain to somebody who's like, I don't know what this show is. 
yeah. I, I only I, I haven't watched this. What is this? Only murders in the building. Like, what is this thing? Could you could you broadly speak to what only murders in the building is and what kind of TV watcher might enjoy this show? Yes. Uh, so this episode is like the foyer episode of the podcast. Yes. Right. It's the come on in. Everyone's welcome. You don't have to be a full resident quite yet. Uh, and we're we're going to kind of orient you to things. Um, only Murders in the Building was born a poor child. No. Um, <laughs> only Murders in the Building. Oh, my gosh. Real deep character backstory. Right. Real off deep. John. Yeah. Uh, only only murders in the building. Um Boy, I think I'm going to call this a stealth hit, uh, a stealth hit. Should we give the spoiler tag at this point? Should we say we're going to spoil season one? I or think we give the the quick high level. Let's, do I let's, care about the show? Let's do the high level quickly and then let's do the spoiler tag. I don't think that we need to spend too much time in the high level, but I think that it's worth just like giving quick, broad overview. Okay. Uh, Only Murders in the Building is roughly about three characters, Charles Hayden Savage, Oliver Putnam, and Mabel Mora, who are pulled together, live in the same building, and pulled together by their love of a true crime podcast. And ultimately, the three characters, played by Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Short Gomez. No, Selena Gomez. It yes. just would be much better if her name was Short Gomez. Yeah, if it just continued. Uh, but uh, the three of them uh, eventually get wrapped up in some actual murder hijinks. I yeah. think that's about as much as people need to know. Up I think that's front. right. Yes, uh, they get they get caught up in murder hijinks, and they themselves have to. Uh, I mean, have to is probably uh, the wrong way of framing it. Um, but they decide to investigate it themselves in the spirit of the true crime podcast obsession that the three of them all hold together uh, and create their own podcast about it. Yes. Uh, so it is a, it is a show about a podcast about a murder inspired in no small part by uh, the proliferation of the true crime podcast genre as well. And so this is a thing that I wanted to talk to you about specifically, Troy, because this podcast's origin story uh, goes a little something like this. I knew that Only Murders in the Building season two was going to be coming up at some point this year and would certainly be a podcast that I would want to talk about on post-show recaps, but I didn't know with who. Uh, cut to um, late April 2022. I'm in Cincinnati. I'm hanging out with the great Antonio Mazzaro. Troy, you're hanging out with us as well. And I don't remember exactly how this topic came up, but the topic of true crime podcasts came up. Uh, and I think that you said, like, I have an issue with true crime podcasts that I don't need to elaborate on right now. And then you like <laughs> moved on to another point very quickly. Uh, and that stuck in my head. Uh, and then about three or four something hours later, uh, as we were parting ways, we both mutually agreed that we should podcast about something together uh, sometime soon. And shortly after that, Troy, it clicked in my head. It's like, I should probably get Troy to be on the podcast about true crime podcasts. And then finally ask him the question of what he has against true crime podcasts. Uh, so that's the general origin story of how this team up came together. So this is a sting is mm -hmm. what you're telling me. Yeah. This whole thing and and not uh, the the singer sting. Yeah. But this is this is all a setup this in order to ask me a question. Yes. You could have asked me in the car. This is the moment where I like this is like my I'm the murderer reveal. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, this is effectively the scene where I'm like I'm the killer. Uh I'm the one. Uh so I'm actually slightly terrified right now. Yeah, uh, you should be. Uh, but I thought that it was like an interesting idea of like if you're not super in on true crime, and then no, I, I tossed out like, uh, would you want a podcast about only murders? And you were a very quick yes. And so yeah. how do how do we reconcile these things? Yeah, I mean, I think uh gosh, how do I uh, that's like asking me how does my brain work? Uh which I'll let you know when I find out. I've had that question as well, uh, in my notes. I think I think the version of it is true crime podcasts themselves are just not I'll, I'll say it kindly just not my cup of tea. Yeah. Uh I think there's an element of like I don't know. I don't I don't want to besmirch an entire genre yeah. of podcast. Um but kind of like just living in that world uh, is not particularly fun for me. Uh, and I understand that like it's very engaging narratively and that people do obviously a lot of like deep exploration. Um, 
But usually for me, podcasts are an escape and they're a way that I like to have fun and kind of living in that world of actual real crime um, ends up not being fun for me. Yeah. And so that's actually a little bit of the reason why Only Murders in the Building stood out to me because it it did kind of have the wink and the nod toward it all. And then obviously it, you know, it handles the very... (laughs) difficult issue of murder yeah uh, in a in a comedic way yeah and i think it's uh i mean i i would wonder how much exposure to the genre you've had i mean serial came like a mac truck right when serial yep. arrived it was just like everywhere it put podcasts on the map i think in a big way um it's definitely uh you know exploded since then with so many other true crime podcasts that have come in the years since the arrival of serial but i think like this entire genre does often get um, like broad swiped in only murders in the building to the point that like this is the lightest of spoilers is that Tina Fey has uh, an important role uh, developing on only murders in the building where she's basically Sarah Koenig of serial is effectively what they're going for there. Do you do you appreciate the way that it tackles the genre within the show? Yes. Uh, or is it triggering? I, is it like, no, <laughs> uh. well, I, I, I will say this. I have not made a true crime podcast, so it's easy for me to, you know, judge or, or assess. I definitely think the way in which they present, um, trying to do this in a non-spoilery way, but I think the way in which they present, uh, how the three of them are thinking about the podcast narratively, whilst also trying to solve the murder murder in reality, yeah. Um, there is a little element of that that I, I kind of chuckle to myself and I think, yep, it is an entertainment product. Yeah, It is yeah. still a product where they're thinking of how do we frame the story and how do we make it kind of a maximally titillating. Um, so I don't know that that's fair. I don't know that if, if it's too much of a, of a side swipe on it. I will say in as much as Serial launched people's understanding of podcasts, eternally grateful. And, yes. and will continue to have immense respect for the quality of of work that's done. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's just not. It's you know, it ends up not being where I like to live. Yeah, for for myself, um, uh, the closest that I've come to producing a serial style true crime podcast was the Survivor podcast series I did first one out which was sort of like the high the high concept of that uh if anyone hasn't heard it is these were for like seasons 35 36 37 i think gosh it's been it feels like it hasn't been that long but it actually has been a while at this it was point. another era it really was uh and it was when i would go out for uh preseason on location and i interviewed all the players before they started playing and the setup is who's going to be the first person voted out and like the high concept idea behind that was like it was like a survivor podcast meets serial was like the way that i pitched it to my editor who i had to pitch it to uh at the at the onset of it and it was like trying to craft a murder mystery. It was the the question wasn't like who done it. It was who got got. Uh, and it was like all consuming uh, for me to like hop into that world and try to craft a narrative about somebody's like, you know, they're not dead. Uh, but their but demise on but, public television. But their demise on public television and therefore like their rightfully earned immense enormous pain uh was like this thing that i was turning into like this big product of uh of hopefully some form of entertainment uh notably we did a few of those and now i'm just talking about tv and goofy recap voice and that's (laughs) it so i definitely have a genre of podcast that i prefer too um but it was it was very fun to put together and i definitely in doing that like understood the draw of the genre um, there is something to be said about like crafting a murder mystery, surra- like a like a real like compelling like who done it murder mystery um, around something that feels real, where like you're dr- like you're trying to like draw parallels between all of these different um, you know quote unquote characters, uh, and so that's part of the appeal of only murders for me is like the way in which they try to do that sometimes, but so much of it is like. In the on the part of a couple of the characters in the show, it's just like vainglorious stuff, which is like also highly relatable. Uh, but like it's also like deeply New York centric too. So as like a New York Jew, I love that aspect of the show. And somebody who's a big theater fan as well, there's a lot of theatricality to this with uh, with Steve Martin and Martin Short's character, especially. Um, it's got Broadway. a lot. It's got a lot going on. Uh, like this show is funny. Sometimes it's really actually like genuinely moving 
Uh, and it could be terrifying too. I think it's like, it, there's a reason why it blew up Troy and it's not just because it had so much star power behind it. I think that gets people in the door. Um, and I think people stay in the building because the building's been locked behind them and someone's about to get, no, they're no, staying no, in the building. No, no. They stay in the building because it's good, they like right? It. You yeah. keep, it, it was a binge show and it was a bingeable show. The episodes were short. Uh, they were enjoyable. I think one of the things that they did that kind of catches you off guard is they obviously start out with these interesting characters played by well-known names. And then you have the bit of the podcast of how they're going to create the podcast, how they're going to style the podcast, the narration that goes over yep. top of it, which is really what differentiates what you're doing from even the first one out, right? right? Is, uh, you know, do you have this, this voice that comes in be narrating, uh, our only murders, uh, podcast. And this was the moment that we broke through and figured out exactly how to cover only murders in the building on post-show recaps. What do you think, Trey? Is that a good idea, you think? I've broken through and just figured out how we should cover only murders in the building in post-show recaps. Yeah, yeah I think so, with the narrate the narrative voice. I thought it was a good idea at the time, <laughs> but I didn't want to say so out loud because I still had my questions about Josh and his true intentions on this podcast. You know what might be good too is like if we could like bake in some like foreshadowing in uh in the narrative voice and like some like maybe like uh even like pit some uncertainty between the hosts. He said this. I knew it would come up later. Yeah, uh it might. It might come up later. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. Look, I mean, are you trying to drive a wedge between us on this first no, no, no. episode of our Bring podcast us together? together? I mean, no. look, if this is if you want to manufacture drama, let's manufacture drama. We could. I mean, We're in the lobby though. It's early. It's too early to get into 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 bloodshed. Uh, but I think you're right. I think it was like it was just like immensely, immensely bingeable. And I think also like 2021 late summer fall 2021 this is still a time where we're kind of um getting back into the idea of like we have content we have new stuff oh my gosh new stuff this is exciting and it wasn't even i think something that we were used to again yet um i think like now we're really taking a lot of that for granted but yes. i think only murders is showing up in um august 31st 2021 uh at a summer i think like white lotus is happening at the same time like there's a few events that are happening on tv in this moment and only murders is absolutely one of them i think something that's really compelling to me and something that i am really um curious to talk through as the season goes on and i'm not trying to like jinx this thing or curse this thing before we get started but True Crime, the first episode of Only Murders in the Building, airs on Hulu alongside the second and third episodes, I, I should say, uh, August 31st, 2021. This season of Only Murders in the Building, Troy, will end on August 23rd, 2022. A full two seasons of Only Murders in the Building will air within an entire year. Um, that feels like a lot of murders in that building. <laughs> I love that for us. I love that for us. It's great. I mean, I don't know what their production schedule was like if the initial series got delayed, but yeah. uh, the fact that uh, season one ends the way it does and that we don't have to wait forever for another season makes me very happy. Uh, you know, something they did in that first season, uh, which again, still kind of high level here, but something they did is they shifted it from being a spoof show to really being a character show. Yeah. And I think we got to a place where I'm interested in these characters. I'm interested in where they're going. I'm interested in what's going to happen. Um, I'm sure that there are tons of uh, little Easter eggs and little unanswered questions that we're going to get some insight on this season. Um, but even if they just take a left turn at Albuquerque and do something totally different, I'm fine with it. Because yeah. it really is, a, a, I think, a character-heavy show that makes me um, really enjoy it. Uh, so you mentioned the characters, Charles Hayden Savage, Oliver Putnam, Mabel Mora. These are high-level actors playing these characters. Steve Martin, Martin Short, Selena Gomez. Um, were you, was this a draw for you? Was it, are you like a big Steve Martin, Martin Short? Are you a big Selena Gomez guy? Does any one of these uh, really stand out to you? 
I uh, oh yeah, deep. I have a Selena Gomez tattoo. No, it's I a don't. Sleeve. Uh, <laughs> it's impressive. Uh, I would make a a bit about uh, one of her songs or shows. I don't even know a single one of them. I so felt that like sh- maybe you would have encountered one in your wand off travails once upon a time. Maybe. Yeah. I, I gosh, I have no memory of that, but. Uh, but Steve Martin, Martin Short, for sure. Uh, I was a, a Three Amigos fan growing up. Uh, I was an SNL fan growing up. Uh, my parents liked comedy. I knew all about Steve Martin. Father of the Bride was a big thing when I was a kid. So, you know, those two, you put them in a show together, I'm going to watch it. That yeah. was the initial draw for me. So maybe I'm showing my age a little bit compared to our audience here. Um, yeah. But, you know, I thought, okay, let's throw in Selena Gomez, add add something a little different into the mix and see what it's like. And I liked what I saw. Yeah. Uh, for me, um, in the 90s, one of my all-time favorite movies still to this day, but anytime it was on and we had the VHS and I would watch it with re- great regularity, I would treat this movie the way that the titular Clifford uh, treated his pet dinosaur, Stefan, uh, that I loved the Martin Short movie, Steph- uh, <laughs> I was going to call it Stefan, Clifford. Clifford. Uh, with uh, the great Charles Grodin, the late great Charles Grodin, uh, Mary Steenburgen, and of course Martin Short playing like a what? He's like a ten-year-old child that he's playing. God, uh, that is such an old memory, Josh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, my first memories of Steve Martin and Martin Short are also the Three Amigos, but I encountered it when I was like way too young to appreciate it. And I've actually never gone back, which might be a fun thing to do. Perhaps on like the other side of this season could be uh, a fun way, and maybe try to recast. It's Chevy Chase, right, Uh, with uh, Selena Gomez and think of what that could look like. Um, So that's my first exposure to them. And then Father of the Bride and a lot of Steve Martin exposure. But for me, maybe Jiminy Glick competes a little bit with Clifford. Uh, Jiminy Glick. Sometimes I talk really high and then my voice goes really low. Uh, You know, there's a lot of great Martin Short performances out there, but my mind will always click back to Clifford. Uh, I'm Larry the Scary Rex. He's a scary dinosaur, and don't be afraid of his sharp, sharp teeth and his mighty, mighty roar. Uh, that uh, any any chance Josh Wiggler explaining me how your brain works. Oh uh, you know, I will I will take that. Uh, so I was I was psyched to see a Martin Short TV show, and he's actually had some really great dramatic roles uh, across the years. Uh, it's funny I'm saying this in in contrast to uh, your friend and mine, the great Mike Bloom, uh, talking about how he's actually not typically a huge fan of how Martin Short. Um, is utilized in like guest spots on on TV. Um, a big exception that I would toss out is um, Damages, this FX show, uh, the 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 Glenn Close lawyer drama, Rose Burns, like big breakout show. Um, Martin Short has a, a really prominent role on one season of that show, and it's n- there's like no comedy to the character. He's like very dry, very serious, um, kind of scary in some ways, uh, and just like absolutely tremendous. So when I saw that he was on like a a murder-oriented television series, I was very intrigued to see what version of Martin Short we were going to get. And we predominantly get comedy. But I think that that is the thing about Only Murders is that often we are allowed into like the sadness of these people, these are the three main characters are all people who, uh, you know, seem like they're loners in certain ways to to some extent to the to the Steve Martin and Martin Short characters. They feel like their glory days are behind them um, for Mabel, for Selena Gomez's character. I feel like there's like a lot of like pining for old days mm-hmm. that are gone as well. I think like the way in which it lets you into like probably another reason to some degree, Troy, that it like resonated when it came out was like the loneliness of isolation and feeling like you were like removed from so many other people. Uh, like, I feel like there's like a decent chunk of that in only murders and built. I think so. I, I think that's where I say, you know, they kind of backdoored their way into it being a character show yeah. and, a, and a, and a show about people creating something together. Right. And the connections that you make with people that are totally unlike you. Uh, and, and the joy that can be found there. I mean, that's something that I have really come to appreciate and love about the internet and about post-show recaps and this community that we're a part of is yeah. that it pulls together these kind of disparate people over a shared interest. And that moment, that kind of spark of like, ooh, we watch the same things. We listen to the same podcasts uh, and we're all also broken in our own unique ways. Um, right. I think that's really interesting and special and and kind of takes precedence over the who done it part of it, right? Yeah. That drives us through the story, but 
uh, you know, who who are we? Who are these people? I, I I will say the the Martin Short character in season one, I I liked the way that it was written. I wanted a bit more of the damages Martin Short. I wanted yeah. a bit more of the Law and Order SVU guest star Martin Short, who yeah. sufficiently creeps me out. A little hard to take seriously the guy who thinks all food should be dips. <laughs> You know, that's just a take where it's like, that's your take and it's going to be pretty hard to take you seriously as like a human. Yeah. But, you know, what what are we going to get, right? We love a who, dip. Don't get me wrong. But all we love food, a good dip. Who doesn't, love, all who doesn't food, love a good dip? All dips all the time. Too many dips. Only dips in the building. <laughs> Only blanks in the blank. Only murders in the dip. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I, don't I mean, like that's it. how the cat probably died. But... Oh, probably actually. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Are we spoiling? Are, are we at a point where we're we're spoiling season Here, one? What do you? Here's want? what. Here's what we'll do. Uh, we're gonna get to a commercial break here. On the other side of the commercial break, we're gonna talk about season one in its entirety as much as we want to talk about it. Uh, we'll talk about the setup for season two. One last thing I will say to people who have not seen that stuff, who are gonna check out around here is watch the show uh it's 10 episodes uh the first season it's all on hulu right now and they're like half hour long uh very very breezy you can um i i think it was uh cory in the discord had watched it all last night i think like binged the entire season in a shot very easy to do that uh so if that sounds fun to you if you're looking for a new show if you're excited about the podcast strong recommend that you go to hulu uh and check out the show um any other like uh big encouraging go watch only murders uh takes that you've got troy before we get into spoilers i would say uh in as much as you know that it's a whodunit uh don't worry about it just ride the ride enjoy the show and uh i think you'll have fun with it yeah i agree all right spoilers only spoilers in the only murders in the building podcast coming up after this commercial break stay tuned Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, Troy. Uh, the cat's out of the bag, as the it were. The cat's out of the freezer, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, least favorite part. Didn't love that. Uh, oh, that's right. Was, <laughs> it was a little. It's like, no, not the kitties. <laughs> Uh, I died, yes. Josh. I died. I know. Sort of the cat. Um, let's talk about only murders. Uh, Justice for Evelyn, the cat. I know. Uh, and how it's going to launch us into season two. So season one is about the death of Tim Kono. 
uh, Tim Kono, uh, as he is constantly referred uh, by uh, Mabel throughout the season. She's uh, she's like super close friends with Tim Kono from when they were kids, but they're not as close anymore. At certain points, she's being set up to kind of look like maybe she killed Tim Kono or she's more involved than she thinks. And there's a lot of question about who can trust who between Charles and Oliver and Mabel. And ultimately, you just can't trust Amy Ryan uh, is right. uh, where it all comes down to. Troy. I think this might be the only show I've ever watched where a bassoon swab is mm-hmm. a fundamental part of the story. Yeah. Uh, only bassoonists in the building. As a as a woodwind player myself, I What's actually, your instrument again? You told I'm me this. Clarinetist. Yeah, you're a clarinetist. Uh, and saxophone. Mm-hmm. So only the single reeds. Uh, the double reed players, you got to watch out for. Can't, if you need that extra true. reed, something's missing, and it can only be satisfied with either an extra reed or blood. Uh, and this is the thing that, I mean, there's actually some truth to this. Let me break this down for oh, you. Oh, God. Okay? <laughs> Let's Let alienate break- all of the double reed <laughs> instrumentalists this down right okay. away. Look, I don't mean to be sectionalist about uh, <laughs> about the musical instruments, but double reed players have to make their own reeds at that level. They have to literally take like cane and bamboo and use a sharp knife, which is probably what she stabbed herself with, yeah. and carve their own reeds for use. They don't make them. They don't make them for. Uh, they don't make a second reed. No, no, because I mean, you, you maybe could buy it from someone, but it's really hard to mass produce them. And so if you want good quality, I cannot believe I'm explaining. I love this. bassoon to so Josh happy. on a podcast. So but, happy right now. <laughs> uh, if you want good quality reads, you have to make them yourself. And I, if you talk to any high level oboist or bassoonist, they will they're they will pull their hair out about yeah. the what they have to do to make reads. Wow. So. I, I guess this is just enough my to way of drive saying, someone like, crazy. I was going to say murder. I, I maybe Jan was justified. Look, <laughs> maybe Jan was justified. Yeah, maybe someone uh, needs to get on making it easier for uh, for bassoonists to get that second read. Uh, I think that's the true crime prevention strategy that yeah. we need. Um, I would be curious to know because you were talking before the break about uh, focus on the characters, focus on the vibes. This is definitely a thing that I talk about with Lost a ton is like if you're trying to focus on like how is this going to resolve and is this all going to mean something and is there going to be like a super answer to the super question and the answer is like not really Um, but the vibes of the characters and all of that and like the resolutions of their story is going to be terrific. Um, Applying that to only murders in the building I'll tell you my experience first was like Amy Ryan shows. I'm like, Oh, the murderer. Uh, You know, I think that that's probably going to be the person who ended up being the killer. Uh, was definitely my feeling seeing Jan show up on the show. Did you catch on to it quickly? Or was it just that like the whodunit component was less interesting to you than the character work? I think it was less interesting to me. I think both are true. It was less interesting to me than the character work. I tried kind of not to overthink who who it was and to just kind of let it tell me um that's you promised to overthink who it was for the sake of this podcast well yeah i was actually gonna ask you about this yeah i I actually think this is this is like a real existential threat to our podcast yeah josh is your ability to suss out people who are capable of violent crime Uh uh-huh uh based on how famous they are in television yeah uh this could be a problem we could get to episode three or four and you know what's up we do have like a few casting announcements already on the board. <gasps> this is the season two kickoff. We got to like talk about some of the people who we might yeah, see okay, here. Okay. That's so fine. It's fine. we can hold off for a minute or two though. Um, but you weren't like, you weren't trying to big brain season one. I really wasn't. I was just, look, this was a show that I watched like after dinner. I didn't binge it all at once. I was with my parents. Like they were watching along, asking questions like, are all apartment buildings in New York that nice? Mm-hmm. Right? Lovely questions. Yes. Everywhere. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I just enjoyed, I guess I just kind of enjoyed the ride. I did eventually catch on to her because she was a character that they just kept making reappear. Right. Right. So it wasn't the initial appearance, but it was the constant reappearance. But I still didn't understand the how uh, until really the last episode. So call me a Dumbo if you want. Uh, but it made for a fun ride. I'm not going to call you Dumbo. You already have enough names. Um, but no, I think that that's totally fair. And I, I definitely it didn't impact my enjoyment of it at all. Uh, like for me, the tension was 
Jan is going to not just break Charles's heart, but potentially his neck, depending on how <laughs> this goes. And like, how are they going to turn that was a was a big question for me uh, heading uh, towards the finale of season one. And then they like they fully went for it. I feel like they they really did a good job of being like, no, she's off. Uh, that that second read really did a number on her ultimately. Were you, were you, and the second chair, right? Yes. Being yes. second in anything really yes. sets her off. Mm -hmm. uh, were you at all bought in on Sting as a possibility? I mean, I know that they made that literally the plot point. Right. Um, so Sting is a resident of the Arconia, uh, which is uh, somehow, which for is some the, reason, which is the building that this show takes place in. It's actually the Bell Nerd in, uh, in New York City on the Upper West Side. Uh, the great Emily Fox may or may not have uh, worked an event there at one point in time. Uh, and so it's this prominent building where, Wait, like, isn't the Bell Nerd Rob Sesternino? <laughs> you got him uh so it's it's on the upper west side like this might be a place where like steve martin actually lives right you know like this might be a place where martin short actually lives this might be sting's new york base of operations i believe that um one of the things that i thought was really compelling about this show was that they go there with like yeah a celebrity lives here in the building and it's not just like a, a name drop that we're doing as a joke now that celebrity is on the show in the language of the show is a, is like a potentially key player. And my mind did not go to the place where I thought like they would actually have sting come onto the show and be the killer. I didn't get the sense that sting has that level of uh, like uh, humor about himself. It would tarnish my brand. If anyone thought I was really a killer, <laughs> I don't know where my sting impression wow. came from. I think it's wow. a bad sting. It's, it's a, that's a, that's a B sting for oh, sure. God, not an A sting. A, a B sting minus. Uh, it's really not great. But I think it's possible, Troy, that some track could have been laid by like introducing that premise. Introducing the premise of like real famous people live in the Arconia and may show up on the show and may be nefarious at certain okay. points in time. Look, you want me to speculate? I'm going to speculate. Here we go. Throwing it out there. Sting in the building. There was a murder at the end of season one. We have not ruled out Sting. We have as the murderer of Bunny. It's possible. Uh, and so this just to remind people. So the setup, I think, for season two is this big cliffhanger at the end of season one that's uh, really tipped off very early. They show like the ending of the season in the first scene of season one is uh, is is Mabel finding bunny's body and she's the the board president here in the building she's dead this is after jan has already been arrested and the tim kono case is closed uh, it seems like the podcast is probably done but maybe they willed it into existence uh charles oliver and mabel by saying only murders in the building would be the only focus of the podcast and the building uh perhaps is sentient and killed the building bunny. delivers so you need to you need to keep feeding me feed the beast is the building uh, the island from Lost. It could Is that be. what's happening here? It could be. Uh, I mean, I think that there's uh, there's some there there. There could be a smoke. We monster. have to go back. Yeah, well, we do, and that's why we're here. Uh, so that's the setup. Is the board president is dead, and presumably season two will be very focused on like who did it, who done it, who killed Bunny. Uh, and could it be Sting? Uh, I think is a is a fair question. I think you have to ask. Is you have it to Sting? ask the question. If only for the downloads, you have to ask the question. Now, certainly for the downloads. Um, but there's some other stuff to talk about uh, as it pertains to season two, though, Troy, because uh, we have some casting to to discuss. Um, okay. There are some famous people who have been added to Only Murders in the Building season two, uh, and I suppose I'll start with the one who I believe is playing themselves, uh, is playing a fictional version of their own dang self. Uh, now, just and, contextually, I think it's yes. important for listeners to know, this is a revelation to me as well. Mm -hmm. I have not spoiled myself on anything. Haven't even watched season two trailer. Yep. So you're going to get the live real reaction. Yes. Uh, so this is uh, this is exciting. Uh, so Sting as Sting in season one, hopefully Sting as Sting in season two. 
but the casting news of person playing their actual selves is Amy Schumer as Amy Schumer is Ooh. in Only Murders in the Building season two. Now I could see Amy Schumer calling leading him up. candidate, leading Call, candidate. Oh, hundred percent. Amy Schumer murdered Bunny is the leading yeah. theory going oh, into no. season two. Amy Schumer calls them up and is like, "I want to be on season two. Make me the murderer." Yeah, I want to be the person who killed them. Uh, but everyone who knows her knows that. Yeah. See, this is where we get into the like double fake of the mm -hmm. writing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Ooh. I know. What if? It's yeah, tough. she could play the person who wants to be the murderer mm -hmm. but isn't really the murderer. Uh, that's possible. I mean, that was. I mean, I think that they could. Uh, they could give her that role. Um, but I'm. I'm on the. I'm on the lookout because I think they could have done it with Sting, and I think that they could do it with Amy Schumer here in season two. And I feel like what you just sketched out feels very real. Of like, I loved that show. Cast me and make me the killer. Like, I feel like I can hear that conversation yeah. happening. Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of things you could do. I mean, you know, we could go into our writer's room of what we do with the season two, but yes. make the famous person actually the killer this time. That's a pretty good one. I think that's pretty good. Um, some other famous people who are gonna be in season two. Shirley McLean is gonna have a role in season Ooh. two of Only Murders. Uh I know nothing about the character, uh, but okay. I know that she is on it. Um, Michael Rappaport is going to be in season two of only murders. I think he's probably playing like a big Michael Rappaport type. So lots of like would be shocked if anything, else. lots of angry energy coming our way whenever he shows up. Uh, Broadway and I, choreographer Michael Rappaport. That's the character I want to see. Uh, no. That's incredible. Yeah, I want right. to see that as well. Uh, Cara Delevingne is going to be joining the Only cast. eyebrows in the building. Only eyebrows in the building. Uh, and she's playing a character named Alice, who is described as Mabel's love interest. Uh, so some romance in the building here heading into season two. Okay, okay. That has not historically gone well in the Arconia, is new relationships. No, uh, this is fascinating. Okay, so then that means we're probably going to get some, like, a pretty healthy amount of Carla Delevingne, which I'm down for. Yes. Uh, I, I think she was, uh, Paper Towns was my first introduction to her, uh -huh. to her uh, which was really great. Were you so, uh, were you a fan of, gosh, what was uh, uh, Carnival Row, uh, the Amazon show that we once had uh, was, so gosh. many ad reads about Carnival can't Row? Can't say that it was. <laughs> Why do I feel like Man, there's... did it not work when we were out here on so many podcasts being like, go watch Carnival Row? Uh, by Amazon Prime. We said that like at least 40 times and it didn't take. I mean, look, I, I don't want to blame the messenger here, but it didn't take. Oh, Sorry man. to say. Uh, all right. Well, I wish that I could say only Carnival Row ad reads in the podcast for this no, season, but no. I'll, re I'll read whatever they put across the desk. So uh, and I won't uh, challenge it at all. Uh, so you liked her in uh, in uh, Paper Towns. Um, yeah, she's fine. Uh, I think we'll see what they do with the character. We'll see. You know, I think Mabel was the one character that I um, didn't feel like I really connected with as much. Yeah. And I don't think it's a performance issue. I think it's just a writing issue. So much of her uh, story was tied to Tim yeah, uh, and tied to the, the killing there. So I'm curious to see her as a more fleshed out character. Do you think that we are totally, totally done with Tim Kono? Is, the, is some sort of Tim Kono ghost going to come back to haunt us in season two? I hope we're kind of done yeah. with it. Is that bad to say? No, I don't think so. I think like it was an open and shut story. The truth is, Troy, as excited as I am about this I want the truth. I'm, I am, I, you can handle it. I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. I'm psyched to be podcasting about this show. I loved season one. There is a piece of me that's like, does a show like this need to have many seasons? I'm having the same existential crisis with the after party, which was a tremendous first season of TV. Also a whodunit also coming back for a second season. It's like, what another person is going to be dead at another after party. So what another person's going to be murdered in the building. And we're going to have to like get mad at sting again. Uh, and so like, I'm excited to see if they can deliver it. But I think that with a show that has the premise that only murders in the building has it's like setting itself up for like, you know, some sophomore season danger. I do think, yes. where, you know, it is a little bit of a high wire coming into season two. And I want to keep my expectations in the right place. And is I don't necessarily Nick, know where that should be. Is Nick Walenda going to make a guest appearance as Possible. a high wire? That would that would be could good. Be. 
I yes, I I share your concern. I was a little surprised that they fully committed to the kind of twist at the end of season one uh, to set up season two because they could have written the story to be a nice, neat little boutique show that's yeah. one one series and we're good. Um, I have similar questions about a film series a la um, Knives Out. Yeah. I really loved Knives Out as a standalone movie. Do I need a sequel? Do I want a sequel? you know agatha christie figured it out so i think if we can um i think the characters are interesting enough and i will say something i wanted to 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 highlight earlier just in terms of things i loved about season one is being in this building opens up the potential to pull in these recurring guest actors and guest stars for some incredible comedic relief and so if there's shirley mclean types are suddenly new residents in the building. I think there's a lot of potential there for it to still be very fun, even if the uh, podcast about a podcast bit starts to wear thin on a second season. Yeah. I I also think um, one of the things I'm really excited about, not just like the casting and potentially expanding the scope of who we could focus on in the building in season two. uh, I also really love the structure of this show and how playful it is with like the unit of measurement on TV. That is the episode. Uh, I think the one that a lot of people point to, and I think rightly is episode seven from season one, the boy from six B, which is focusing on Theo who is deaf. And as a result, There's no um, you can't hear dialogue throughout the entirety of the episode. And I thought that that was like exquisitely done. And I want to see more like that. Like I want to see like more swings. I want to see like more creative attempts at TV. And I feel like I have a lot of trust in the makers of this show to to lean into some experimental TV. Look, we're already latched in. We got the 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 lap bar down. This yeah. roller coaster is leaving the station. If it's not great, we're going to talk about it. But I have no reason to believe uh, that it, it won't be. Uh, I think the the pieces are all there. Uh, the the actors, the writing, uh, even just the aesthetic of the show, as you say, how they presented it last yeah. season. They made some really bold choices. So let's do it again. Do we think um, uh, that there is any possibility? Should we be entering the season entertaining the idea that one of the big three could be a murderer? One thousand percent. Really? Absolutely. Oh my god! All right, tell me more. uh, I think, I think any of the three of them could be the murderer. uh, Because why not? It's just more fun. Look, this is this is the thing, right? For this podcast, we're going to live in two states here. Uh, and I don't mean Kentucky and New York. Yeah, I was going to make that joke. So I'm glad it's you okay. Did. I beat you too. It's Thank all good. You. Uh, uh, we're going to live in two states here. We're going to live in the like, what actually could possibly be true mm-hmm. in the story. And we're going to live in the, what would be more fun if it were yeah, actually sure. true. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yes and. That's the fun of it. Yeah. And I think, I think while it might be small on on the first bit, around uh you know the three of them one of the three of them killing like i could imagine a scenario let me let me say this the real scenario cannot be one of them in cold blood murdered one of them and is a therefore a bad person right can't do that but is there like some scenario whereby someone killed bunny in a justifiable way like maybe yeah maybe yeah but i also think it's every everyone's everyone's a suspect yeah, until proven otherwise. I feel like um, could the season end with the three of them, uh, if not committing a murder, then at least uh, killing someone, if in self-defense or something like that, and then like a third season being about like they're the murderers in the building and the existential crisis following the three of them. Um, I feel like I, I feel like we could go there. We could. We could. I, I think they kind of hinted at that or or wanted to like touch on that energy at the end of season one. Sure. With yeah. them being carted off. And and actually my That's why I wonder if like they could end like season two, like they're innocent, but now they're guilty and no one knows. That's uh, good. It's interesting. I, you know. my question to you, Josh, is what like give me an over under here. What are the odds that episode one is just them back at the building? Like are are um, we gonna have any is everything getting set back to normal? at the start of season two. I have this question as well as like, are we going to like jump in time at all? 
did they spend any time in jail? Have they been completely exonerated? Uh, I expect it, it has to pick up fairly quickly from where we left off. Otherwise, um, I feel like uh, the, the freshness of the case is probably, uh, you know, I don't want to talk about freshness as it pertains to the murders in the building, mm -hmm. uh, but I feel like it might wear off a tiny bit. But I also think we miss something if we don't see at least uh, one or two, if not all three of these characters behind bars for a bit. Um, like, I think that there's an episode there uh, or at least a couple of scenes there. So I think that we're probably going to pick that up fairly quickly, but then fairly quickly go back to the Arconia. Yeah, I'm just thinking back, like we don't really have a lawyer character yet, so we might get one of those. We have the cop, right, yep. who, who might come bail them out in some way. Um, but yeah, I, I, my assumption is that we're going back to the Arconia. Uh, I have not looked at the trailer for season two, full confession. Yep. Uh, and that we're going to investigate Bunny's murder, and that is going to be the premise of season two and, and the full focus of season two. But, you know, look, uh, people write things and then they go off and they figure out and they're like, eh, we like a different story. So Bunny's murder is going to be explained in episode one, episode two, and episode three is about a wholly different murder. And can I say that uh, as you were saying that my initial reaction was like, no. And then like literally within a half a second, because it wasn't a long sentence, uh, like very quickly, I was like, oh, so it was kind of like the sound pattern was like, no, no. Sort of like the level of time that it took to make the thought of like, I think I love that. I don't think I'd be mad if they did something like that. I think I might be initially like, wait, wasn't the show, show supposed to be? Oh, but the show is this now. Um, I wouldn't be mad at um at a little bit of a bait and switch. Like if they yeah. if they got into like the breaking of season two and then decided that they had painted themselves into like some kind of corner at the end of season one and they're not as interested in following it as they thought they were, and then they instead like break that over their knee early on and sprout out into different worlds. Uh, as long as it was entertaining and like relatively cohesive, uh, then I'm probably going to be pretty good. with it. I won't be mad at it. I, I certainly, and depending on the quality of it, I'll, I'll I'm, I'm here for it. We're going to podcast about it e either way. The question I guess is, do you think based on what we've seen in season one, the writers of the show are big brain enough that they had a plan when they killed Bunny? Mm. Um, it's a good question. Uh, it should be noted, one of the writers, the co-creator, is uh, none other than Steve Martin himself. So how much of this, I do wonder how much he has you know, sway over the direction of the story and how much input that he um, is having beyond just really you know, executive producing it and starring in it and all of that. Like, is he also creatively involved in the story craft of the season is a, is a, is a, is a, is a question that I do not have the answer to. I'm sure somebody out there does. Um, I don't know that they've... I think that you're creating the first season of this show and you're hopeful, of course, that it's going to find an audience. But I don't think that there was really any way to anticipate that as many people enjoyed and as so many people talked about this first season as they ended up doing. I don't think that they thought about what would happen beyond it will be compelling to see these three characters confronted with another body just as soon as they have like buried the last one. Um I don't know. What do you think? Do you think that they already had that road mapped of, of, of what would happen to Bunny in a second mm. season? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think any good writer uh, has a plan for that kind of like stuff. sees things in the distance. You know? Yeah. I mean, they could see it as kind of a we've left some unanswered questions and we've given ourselves time to solve them. And we've got enough things in play that we have confidence that we could solve them. But um I, I don't know. I guess we'll see. I, yeah. That's that's all I can say is at some point we'll find out. You know, one of the things that I would love to do once we start getting into the season and half new episodes to discuss, probably as soon as next week's podcast, we'll talk about the first two episodes in a single podcast, I think. Um, when we get those two, by the end of those two episodes and while we're in the podcast, Troy, I would love for us to discuss who of the new characters we have met will inevitably be the new bunny. Who will inevitably be like the new murder? Who's the person new dead the body for season three? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would love to like draft the that walking out. stiff. 
Yes, I'm interested. I'm interested. Who is yeah? Who is the next dead person walking? Because I feel like that's going to happen. Like somebody within these first two episodes we will meet will not make it out of season two alive. Could even be a setup for season three. I I agree with that. Uh, if Hans Gruber walks in the building, <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, first of all, I'd have a lot of questions about how that was possible. I'd be like, <laughs> I know that you didn't have many options, but how dare you recast this icon? That's first uh... first one, I'd just be offended. Uh, no, what was funny, and in, in, in truth be told, when you said the thing I want to do every episode, I was like scrolling back through our chat before this podcast. Like, yeah, what did we say we were going to do? We said a lot of things. We did. We said a lot of things. We did. Only Hans Gruber in the building was one of them. Oh, my God. Only Hans think Gruber it's... in the building. What else did we have? What other gold did we have? Uh, well, you definitely had your recurring Clifford bit, uh, yeah. wherein uh, I would also pretend I have no clue what that is and only think it's a big red dog. Oh, yeah. We had only Gruders in the building. <laughs> only Gruders in the building. We had a thing one, thing two. I don't know. Our our DMs, Josh, are like a wasteland of dad jokes. They're pretty from compelling who, to me. Yeah, aren't dads. Probably less so to, <laughs> to any other wanderers <laughs> who might find their way in. Uh, uh, I have a gif of Benedict Cumberbatch saying, I've often planned the murder of friends and colleagues. I have a gif of Usher jumping around saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... You know, yeah. it I, made I, sense to us at the point. That, that really time. did make sense to me at the time, by the way. Uh, I don't remember why I thought Usher was the appropriate response to what you had said in that moment. But I felt, oh, yeah, because you said because of the Usher of it all uh, for a, a reason that we cannot spoil yet, though there is a spoiler attached to that. And I responded with uh, Usher saying, yeah, yeah, three times, in fact. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Anyway, Great. suffice it to say, we've been very hyped about uh, uh, so stepping excited. into this building, oh into this gosh. lobby. Are you ready to go fully into the elevator and move <sighs> up to episode one? All right, but we're going to be stuck in this elevator for a week. So do you want to hang out in the lobby for a little longer? We don't have the podcast down here, but I don't know that I want to get trapped in the elevator for a week. We'll just stick half your body in it. Right. We'll close on you many times. But then the sirens are going to go off and I'm going to break the elevator because the doors were open for too long. Elevators are very sensitive, by the way. They are. <laughs> Josh, don't don't bring up elevators to me 56 minutes into a podcast. Oh, because no. Because I have deep knowledge about things. Oh, my God. Well, uh, maybe let's reserve that if uh, elevators once again become really relevant to the plot, it as I expect the they will. the murderer this time. Yes. I'm telling you. Yes. Yes. Uh, L. A. Vader, who is, uh, wow. could be, wow. could be, <laughs> folks. We're gonna wrap it here. We are gonna be back next week recapping uh, the first two episodes Glad of Only Murders in the Building. They're both coming out June twenty eighth. I think podcast we've got. Uh, I think June twenty ninth is when we're recording. I think we had said Troy. I think that's the, the sure. Wed- it's the, on my calendar. It'll happen. I think it's the Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday so, night. That's gonna be our yes. Jam. So people will have enough time if you want to write in feedback. We're gonna incorporate that into the podcast. So feel free to ship that out. You'll have like a full like twenty four hours or so before Troy and I start um, recapping the episode. Uh, send it in Josh at PostureRecaps.com or you can tweet at Troy and myself. He's at DJ Labelle Klein. I am at Round Howard. Talk to us both in the Poster Recaps Patron Discord if you're already there. If you're not, you can sign up, patreon.com slash postshowrecaps. Troy, what else you got? What else you want to toss out? I'm just trying to post? figure out how the serial podcasts end, because really, that's the way we should end these. Oh, man. Well, um, uh, don't they always say, don't forget to eat your cereal. Isn't that what they say at the end of every episode <laughs> of the show? Yeah, that's definitely that's that's definitely a Josh. And remember, when you wake up tomorrow, eat your cereal. I'm Sarah Koenig. <laughs> I think it's how it goes. Yeah, I think that's how those end typically. Uh, pretty sure. I, I think we got to work on our twist endings. I think cool. really that's what it is. So we'll we'll figure this out for. I mean, the elevator two. cliffhanger is a big one. Uh, so we'll see if we can't resolve that in next week's uh, premiere recap. Uh, that could be fun. Guests along the way, get excited about that. We're going to have a lot of friends visiting us here in the building. It'll be just me and Troy next week as, as we're just getting situated here. We just want to move Filling in. each other out, you know. You know, it's just like a, a, a good roommate situation. We'll figure it out. I feel good about it. I feel good about it. I think it's going to be it's a little worried about it. No, I'm not. It's great. It's going to be great. It's going to be a very we're good great, time. great, Josh. It's gonna the be train fantastic. is leaving the station. The Hot Mess Express 
is going up to 11. Oh, God. It's <laughs> terrifying. All that's so scary, but I think that's the appropriate mood to be in as we are talking about only murders in the building. The premiere is next week. So is the return of this very podcast as we will recap the first two episodes of season two. Until then, everybody take care. Bye-bye. Don't forget to eat your cereal. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.